come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. It's Grab Bag Topic Thursday. What about the children, friend or foe? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We love when we get to a Grab Bag Topic Thursday because we can kind of do a little light lesson for you guys. We've been going pretty hard in Acts, so we want to do something a little light for the fourth week of the month. We're live here in the PNT Podcast Studio with another great lesson for another great week. I was watching the news the other day, and you know when a newscaster is speaking, you see people in the background who, when they realize they are on camera, do crazy things. Well, I was watching, and I saw these two teenagers who, when they realized they were on camera and wanted a few seconds of fame, threw up their, I'm guessing, gang signs. I watched and thought, do their parents know that they are repping a gang? Why do teens feel like they need to be in a gang? I wonder if they feel lonely or unloved and believe that being in a gang will fill those voids of emptiness in their lives. If so, why? Why do teens migrate towards a group of people that could cause them more harm or make them do things they wouldn't otherwise do? Like rob, steal, or hurt someone to prove that they are worthy to be a member. Nothing about this is okay. Gangs tend to strip teens of their identities and make them into who they want them to be or to become. It's just reckless living. Young loyal listeners, we know that these teen years are going to be difficult sometimes, but don't do something that will change your life forever. Remember to every choice, there is a consequence. Choose wisely, including your friends, where and who you hang out with. If they don't have good intentions towards you, leave them alone. And my prayer is that you are old enough to know the difference between when someone genuinely cares for you or when they are using you. Minister Bennett, you remember when Lex was growing up. I always wanted to know who she was hanging out with and where she was going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know. I still do that today, even though she's adults and she still hates it. I often wonder today if parents still do this. Ask questions, inquire about their children's friends, ask where they are going. My biggest heartache, though, when I'm wondering is if they care enough to know anymore or do they just let their children do whatever with whoever and turn a blind eye until they get a knock at the door? Wow. Thank you, Sister Bennett, for that opening. My goodness, you tore it up. I want to focus on something you said. You talked about gang and gang life and how kids feel like they have to be a part of that. So when I thought about that, I thought about Judas. So let's let's get right down to it. What does Judas mean? What does that name mean? A person treacherous enough to betray a friend or to be a traitor. Acts 1, 16 through 17. And said, brothers and sisters, The scripture had to be fulfilled in which the Holy Spirit spoke long ago through David concerning Judas, who served as a guide for those who arrested Jesus. He was one of our number and shared in our ministry. Of all the questions my young loyal listeners or adults alike would have about the New Testament, this may not be at the top of the list. 
but it would be pretty close to it. It would be these questions right here. What was up with Judas? Why would Jesus let someone into his inner circle who knew would betray him? How could Judas walk with Jesus for three years and then sell him out? Don't go getting all arrogant or cocky about how you wouldn't do that to God or Jesus after walking with him for three years longer, however long you've been with Jesus and seeing all the miracles and seeing all the prophetic things Jesus did. I want you to understand this. Like I said, we're going to keep this short. Going to church, attending Bible study or Sunday school or, or listening to the PNT podcast show weekly doesn't save us. Obeying your parents doesn't save us. Reading the Bible and memorizing verses doesn't save us. It's believing, deciding, and making Jesus Lord of our lives that saves and changes us. We have to be intentional. God wants a real, genuine relationship with us, not something that looks or feels real. And keeping this brief and short, let's look at some things you must learn from Judas's life, friend or foe. Let's dive right in. Number one, Jesus knew exactly who Judas was, just like Jesus knows exactly who you are and where you stand with him. Nothing about Judas or you or us surprised Jesus. Jesus told his disciples, did I not choose you, the twelve, and yet one of you is the devil? You can find that in John six seventy. This is all about the greatest plan known to man. The fact that someone had to betray Jesus in order for us to be saved. Nope, you don't have to betray Jesus. You just have to love and follow him. Number two, Judas's betrayal was part of God's plan. What I need you to understand about this, we all have free will. What does this mean? It means we get to decide to follow Jesus or not. I want you to think about Joshua 24 and 15, where he said, choose ye this day whom you shall serve, where Joshua said him and his house will serve the Lord. Judas decided to betray Jesus by striking a deal with the Romans. The awesome thing is God knew it. So he used it for the good of the lost like us so that we could be saved. Betrayal is a decision. We can also see this in the Old Testament. A thousand years before Jesus was born, Psalm 41 and 9 says this, and this is David speaking. Even my close friend, someone I trusted, one who shared my bread, has turned against me. Again, I want you to understand, God didn't put Judas on this earth to betray Jesus. That's something he decided to do on his own. And number three, Judas acted like a disciple, friend, but his heart was filled with greed and never changed. I need you guys to get this. This is probably the most important of the three things that I listed. There's a difference between acting like or faking to be a follower of Christ and actually living the life of or being a follower of Christ. We may never know the true purpose or reason behind Judas's betrayal, but the one thing we can stand on is it brought a dying world salvation. What I want you to understand again is this. Judas acted like he was a follower, but he really wasn't. There is a difference whether you're pretending to be or you're faking to be. You have to actually be a follower of Christ. In summary, the importance of being a friend and not a foe of Christ 
my young loyal listeners, is this. An honest enemy is always better than a friend who lies. Pay less attention to what people say and more attention to what they do. Their actions will show you the truth. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-production's editing techniques is used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, its Christian Education Ministry, in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. A real talk what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.